Start a new transition in life, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing, or creating a brand new life. Be with us in Panta Kalhor Transition Channel. Episode 47, Authors Promotion Show, Sex and Communication with Shona Harris, Clinical Sexologist, Relationship Specialist, and Author. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Hello, hello. We are in episode 11 already for author promotion show and we're going to talk about a very delicate topic today. Uh, I'm promoting Shona Harris. She's the bestseller author of her book. I'm going to talk about it and uh, uh, this is speaking of sex, right? Correct. And when I went through her book, um, I just seen a lot of great recommendation, practical assignment for couples who need a lot of therapy. You can do a lot of self-healing and self-therapy if you have problem. I know many relationships just torn off because of lack of communication so here you learn how to communicate how to have a better bond with your partner and how to have a better relationship welcome to my show shona uh first of all congratulations for your book <laughs> thank you very very much and i, I appreciate the opportunity thanks for yeah. having <laughs> and uh, i'm so happy to have you today uh, let's talk about your book and yourself and why do you do this? And what is your title? What do you do exactly? Well, um, a little bit about myself. I am originally from Canada. Um, so I started my journey there. I am an avid uh, loving, I love education and I love learning. It's always been a love of mine. And so my, my first career was a teacher and I got my Bachelor of Education and then I became a mama and um, my family moved to Arizona. And when they started to grow, I just started to feel that urge and that need to do something else. And um, I was in the school volunteering and I just, I love to be out there. I love to help people, but I just wanted more. So I decided to continue my education and I went and I, um, I went into the health and wellness industry and then proceeded to um, get some education and um, I went on further with human sexuality. So I am a certified um, clinical sexologist and relationship specialist. Great. So why did you write this book? <laughs> Good question. I've always loved to write. I've, I've, even like when I was teeny tiny muffin, uh, my, my mom used to find me writing on places I shouldn't be writing. And so I've written since I could, you know, since I can remember. But when COVID hit last year, I just found I kept hearing more and more couples that would come to me or more and more couples out in the, you know, in the world. They were just really struggling. And I thought, I want to do more and I want to help more. And so I decided to take the two loves of mine, helping people and writing and sort of mesh them together. 
and try and give a gift to people because relationships are so complex as people, you know, it's kind of like an onion, but I like to kind of change that perspective slightly because I like to simplify things. So if you break it down to the bare bones, we all are really just, we, we're really just the same. We all have needs. We all have wants. We all have desires. And in order to get those fulfilled, you need to communicate. And so I just thought I'm going to take what I know and what I've learned because I went through um, uh, an abusive relationship in my first marriage and I learned a ton because I was shut down and I didn't communicate. So in order for me to get to where I needed to be, I did a lot of self-healing and I did a lot of education. And now I am able to teach uh, what I have learned. And through this book, um, I just I just wanted to help more people and to reach more people. And with COVID, people aren't, you know, they're not going out as much. So they're home a lot more. And with home, a lot more means you're in tight quarters with that one you love. And sometimes that can be a challenge. And sometimes it's great. So, you know, if I if I can give some simple techniques and some tips to to people to just to make it through and to make the most of what you have, because I think when when we get into a rut or we get into like a, a kind of a spot where we don't feel comfortable, I think we tend to look for the negative. And when you look for the negative, what do you see? You see more negative. Mm -hmm. And so I, I like to try and, you know, twist that around a little bit and say, you know what, like start looking for that positive. Oh my gosh, he washed the dishes today. That's awesome. Honey, thank you for washing the dishes. And it's it sounds silly, but it's not. If you start looking for the positive, you see more positive. So yes. it's just a simple, simple, simple thing, but it it starts to change the way you think. It and you also uh, give us uh, a lot of information recommendation very simple recommendation very can change lives really because i know a lot of people unfortunately separate because they can't talk relationship is based on communication if you miss that part even sex cannot fix it no. because yeah because the communication can uh, really uh, should be deep enough or um, you need to, if you have some misunderstanding or anything, you shouldn't hide. That's what you say in your book. So uh, tell me about this. You said that three fundamental, uh, three fundamental basics that can help the relationship is engagement, right? Okay. So yes. accessibility. Right. And. Yes how responsive you are and so I call it in the in the industry it's called the ARE assessment mm -hmm. and so um, with the book comes a workbook and that is just a, a short little questionnaire and and you take it separately from your partner and then come together and just see where you where you are and the first set of questions are all about um, how accessible you are to your partner and that means like you know Am I willing to, to chat about, you know, the hard stuff? Am I willing to chat about sex and finances and um, the part that, you know, isn't maybe so much fun to talk about at first? And then the R is responsive. And do I show up for my partner? Am I there? Am I, am I you know, trustworthy to when they want to discuss something? Am I like, yeah, let's, let's get a, let's, let's talk about it. And, you know, let's, you know, get, get through this and engagement is 
is kind of a tough one sometimes because it's there's so many things that distract us in the world. We've got kids, we've got social media, we've got, you know, there's millions of things. So am I able to focus? Am I able to get rid of the distractions and engage and just be in the moment with my person? Exactly. So That's what you say about the distraction, because when you're going to talk about a serious matter, if you have fights, you should turn off the TV. You should turn off your uh, cell phone, even shouldn't do anything. Just sit somewhere comfortable in, in your living room and just talk seriously about your matters. So sometimes just a little bit explanation can resolve the, com the whole relationship because what you interpret from uh, your husband is, is totally different from what he did, <laughs> you know? So you should actually resolve some issues like uh, conflict resolution when you talk about it. Because we have, in project management, we have the same concept, conflict resolution, mm -hmm. because the two parties uh, may have different interpretation of something. And you know, oh, you think like this, I think like that. So that's why we had fight. But you see, nobody is right or wrong. The point is that the interpretation is different. Right. And, you know, we come to the situation with such different upbringings and such different, you know, um, experiences. And so when, when something comes up that bothers the other person, um, it's just easy to just like, you know, take a breath and take a few minutes and show up for each other. And understand that it's probably not about the fluff that you're fighting about, whether it be the kids or the laundry or money or whatever. Because when you strip it all away, it is honestly really about a, a need that's not being met. You know, yes. it, it, it's just as simple as that. And so when when couples come to me and talk about a problem that keeps on coming up and keeps on coming up week after week, I just say, you know what, like, let's just strip it away. It's, it's not about the car that broke down or, you know, the dinner that wasn't on the table or whatever it may be. It's, it's what's under the surface. And I, and I, um, I talk about those types of secondary emotions and primary emotions in the book. And so you, you have primary emotions that are your anger, your happiness. And, but when you really dig a little bit deeper and like I said, peel away some of that onion, you know what? I, I'm angry, but if I if I think about it a little bit more, I'm not that anger isn't isn't really the the issue. I, I'm feeling I'm feeling lonely today, and and it came out as anger, or I'm feeling frustrated because I don't feel heard. So it's not about the fluff. It's not about the you know the stuff or the content of the argument. It's 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 usually about an underlying feeling that's not being represented or a need that's not being met. Exactly. So you need to actually dig through this on the lying issues that you may have with your partner or you may have even in yourself. Sometimes there's some days you really you really don't want to talk to yourself as well. <laughs> you want to be alone. You want to have something comfortable. So you should actually remind your partner that this is my day. 
I, yes. I'm not into it, really. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> and, and I do talk about that, too. Like, timing is huge. Like, I know that when my husband is watching basketball or football, it's probably not the best time to bring up something that's bothering me. So, you know what? I'm just going to think about it and and um, put it off, like, half an hour, an hour, or whenever. And, or even say, you know what, honey, during a commercial or whatever, I'm, I'm really feeling bothered. How would you feel about, you know, taking a few minutes after the game? Like, would that be okay with you? And he's always on board. So, I mean, I'll, another huge thing that I love to strip away at and, and, and talk about in a very simple way is a lot of couples come to me and they're, you know, they're at odds or they're frustrated with each other and they think, you know what, I, I just can't work through this. And I'm like, you know what? You guys have to understand that you're on the same team. Like you guys, there's a, there's a, let's, first of all, we, you know, we make a plan and we make a goal, but there's always a commonality there. There's always like, there's always love and there's always um, some things that you, when you strip all the, the lucky feelings, the unmet needs away, you're on the same team. You want the best for your hubby or your partner and your, and your partner wants the best for you. So once, once you dig through and, and you work on those feelings, then I just can't say how, how much communication, communication really is the glue. And when we talk about um, our, the sexual relationships, of which I get to in the latter part of the book, a lot of people think sex is just in the bedroom. And it's your sexual relationship and the success of your sexual relationship and like the fireworks and the crazy part, the awesome part of your sexual relationship does not start in the bedroom at all. It starts outside of the bedroom. And a lot of people are like, whoa, I never would have even like that. I just didn't think of it that way. And I just think if... If you, the, when your toe steps on the floor in the morning, like when that alarm wakes up, like that is when the foreplay should start. You know, like it, it's it's not 10 minutes before, hey, honey, you want to get it on? Like there's so many differences between a male res, uh, sexual response and a female sexual response. And I, I, you know, I talk about it in the book yeah. that, you know, it, it just, it sometimes that doesn't, sometimes it does. But sometimes that doesn't go over well. So we need to communicate. We need to talk about our differences. We need to talk about what turns us on and what turns us off and, and you know, come together, turn towards each other. Because so many people get so frustrated and they turn away. That's their first, you know, instinct is to turn away. And I just think, you know what, if you come to every in, um, every interaction with your partner, with your partner, if you come with love, if you come with the attitude that this is going to go well and I want what I want out of this uh, communication or what I want out of this situation is nothing but the best. And I just I want our relationship to, to be more intimate and to be more successful. If you can come at it like that, as opposed to coming at it with I just I can't believe he did that. And I throttle <laughs> him. Yes, you might feel like that. But you just you kind of have to put that like pu put that on a post-it note and come at it from a different perspective and say, we need to, we, there's an issue here. We need to resolve it because I'm feeling frustrated and I want to throttle you. So can we talk about it? I like it. And you also mentioned about um, you, this. You said 
people doing something repeatedly. Like you do something and this, uh, the same situation happen, you do it again. You have the same arguments and you say, oh, why this happen again? Because you have to do something new. How do you expect to get this uh, different outcome when you do the same thing? <laughs> exactly. Right? Like we get into patterns. Everything we do, we don't think about it this way, but everything we do is a pattern. Everything we, from brushing our hair to putting on our makeup or washing our face, it, it's generally a pattern. I do A, I do B, I do C, I do E. So, or D and then E. Even when you're arguing with your partner, you do, honestly, you do the same thing. You, 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 the content might be different, but the pattern of your behavior is usually the same. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, in order to break that cycle, you've got to, you've got to learn a few, just a few little simple tips, how to, when you're, when your mind starts rolling, you start to, you know, you start to get into the same cycle. Um, you just pause, you take a break, five, 10 seconds, take a few breaths and you start to do the techniques that I, that I teach in the book. And it, it changes the way you argue. It changes the, the intimacy in your relationship because you are doing something new and you know that the outcome of those arguments or those discussions, whatever they may be, are going to end positively for the most part. You know, it might take a few, a few attempts because some things are really huge. Um, but, but you know that they're going to end well. And I, I just think um, so often couples, you know, come to me and they want to want a different outcome but until you make that decision and commit and commit with intention, you're not going to change. Hmm. So if you commit with intention and you start to um, integrate those, you know, tiny changes and everything in the book is so simple and is so easy. Yes. Yes. And so practical. Yes. And you know, yeah, it's not rocket science. And, and honestly, it has helped me in my life. It has helped so many of my clients and I um, came into my second relationship with a huge wall and with the belief that vulnerability was, if you're going to be vulnerable, you're so weak. And my husband knocked me on my butt with that, you know, with that mentality. And I just, I was in the mentality, I can do everything by myself. I, I don't need you. Um, I can, you know, I am all I need. And with my training and with um, the experience of somebody who communication, I mean, this is what we do. This is how, this is how I am. Like I communicate. So um, that was, that threw me for a loop, but it, it also taught me, you know, you can learn so much from a textbook and you can learn so much from going to school and your degrees and your certifications and such. But once you put it into practical use, different. Yeah totally different yes and so i just i mean it's it, it's a it's a complete 180 yeah so you need to work through your relationship so you need to learn how to communicate to as as you raise your kid you need to educate yourself how to raise your kid that's the same with your relationship as well so 
go through the book. I love it, especially when it's simple and practical. I love it more. <laughs> oh, so you. tell me now, what was your feeling when you saw your published book? <laughs> Well, again, my, my, my old habits did kick in, if I'm going to be honest. And I thought, like, when I, when I initially, um, the ebook went live first on December 26th. Yeah. And that night before, I did not sleep. And the, the morning of, when I saw that word that said, you know, you, you get the email that says your book is live, I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I felt really anxious and I felt like very vulnerable because that's my stuff. It's out there. But then I, you know, I turned it around pretty quick and I thought, you know what? Me learning what I've learned and me presenting this little package and this little gift to the world, I'm hoping will change lives. So I felt so good about it and and so happy to be able to serve people and to hopefully make their lives better in some way. What do you, I know a lot of audience uh, listen to this chat and they think that, oh, I'm going to write a book as well. What, what is your recommendation for them? Oh gosh, I say do it because it's, it's, it's a, such a proud moment. And if I think everybody's voice needs to be heard, um, no matter how much you think, oh, nobody's going to buy my book or nobody's going to listen to what I have to say. I think everybody's opinions and everybody's um, experiences are of value and they need to be heard. And uh, when I saw that little bestseller flag yeah. on the page, and then when I saw number one new release, it's such an exhilarating feeling and in a proud moment. And um, one of the first people I talked to, well, my sister's my best friend. So I called her right away and I, we were both doing cartwheels and crying. So that was amazing. So I highly recommend it to anybody who wants to do it. But then I talked to my mama and she's like, I didn't realize you knew so much about sex. <laughs> I'm like, mom, because <laughs> I'm just te teasing. I'm very, very proud of you. So it's it's a great moment because it's something actually we celebrate with you know your whole crew. Yeah, actually, your book is more about the communication and fixing the relationship mostly. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so science based to me, and uh, it's really practical. I mean. What a pity for so many couples that they just separate because they can they don't know how to communicate. You know, unfortunately, there are lots of marriages after kids. They have kids and they get so it's it's so difficult. So you need something to fix it. Well, you know, I think that a lot of people like in my marriage, it was the first thing to go when when we had kids. Like that was my number one focus. I was the stay-at-home mama. These muffins were my everything. And so your relationship gets put on the back burner. And I just think if you feel that starting to happen, there's so many things that you can do. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It, it really, yeah. really doesn't. It can, it can be a beautiful balance. And I know that word gets kicked around so much and it's very much overused. But I think um, it, it can be done. And, and uh, I'm just hoping to help people, you know, accomplish that. And I also think that... Um, when, when we say, oh, you just need to learn to communicate, people are thinking, oh, oh, like, how do you do that? But 
it's not as hard as like that's such a blanket statement. Oh, just communicate. It's it's just easy. I, I'm not saying it's easy at first, but you take like baby steps and and you you don't you don't bite off the whole chunk. Like when you get a hamburger, you don't inhale the whole thing like in one bite. You take bites and you enjoy the process along the way. So that's how I sort of like to uh, teach it to my clients and help educate them that it's just every day. It's just one little, one little bit. Yes. Of it's a, it's a small thing every day. And then those small things amount to huge changes. Exactly. Uh, so I have a question. Last question. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you recommend to couples who have kids? Cause I know uh, kids uh, creates lots of exhaustion because and it really affects relationship especially if you are older right <laughs> yeah and um what what do you recommend how they can improve their relationship because uh, especially right now in covid people need to stay at home and so whole day they have to deal with their kids <laughs> so how they can communicate I think I, yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's exhausting. Yes. And a lot of people <laughs> just throw in the towel, towel and they think, you know what, let's deal with us later. Just let's just deal with the kids. The kids are our priority. And like I said before, they're they're. You both need to get together and you both need to have a chat and say, you know what, in order for us to have the best marriage, we first of all need to take care of ourselves. Like yes. I don't know how yes. many moms come to the table and they're so exhausted and they haven't taken care of themselves. They're not eating, they're not sleeping. And so I think that's the first thing is start taking care of yourself. I don't think self-care is selfish at all. I wish I no. would have to do it way sooner. But when, when you focus on you and then you come together and you make a decision that, you know what, honey, we're going to kick butt at this relationship or we're going to do it together. Once you make that decision, then you're able to come up with a plan. And that's what I help my, my clients. Uh, we come up with a 30 day or a 90 day plan of how we're going to accomplish a goal. And if it was because we have kids, we're exhausted. What do we do? Um, there's a, there's a few things. First of all, um, I try to ask them to incorporate date night every week. Sometimes that's tough. And because of COVID um, we have to be creative. Like on Friday night, like I mean, my kids are a lot older, but still I'm like, Hey honey, want to have a date night like <laughs> Friday night. And so we took the dogs for a 45 minute walk and we laughed and we were silly and just those little tiny things, even if it's a 15 minute walk, or even if you put the kids down for a nap and you go close yourself in the closet and talk or, you know, have a great relationship or be intimate or whatever you need to, whatever you need to do to increase that level of intimacy in your relationship you do it. Have a picnic in your backyard. Um, you know, just you have to be creative. Yes, I like it. Weeds in your garden. I mean, again, I'm in Arizona, so our, my my outside activities right now are probably different than a lot of the world. But you know, eat shoveling snow. Even if you're like, make it fun, make it silly. Because when you're doing those connective activities together, you're increasing your your recreational intimacy. And that's when those happy hormones start to be released in your brain, the oxytocin and the serotonin and 
the dopamine. And once that, once those are released in your body, you, you, there's a bonding moment that occurs. And, you know, even if it's the tiniest, silliest thing, Hey honey, want to have a date night? And I don't know, wash the floor or have a bath or, you know, it doesn't have to be long and it could incorporate self-care like in it, have a shower together, wash her hair, paint her toes, like just something that connects you that does not involve the phone or, you know, some sort of device, unless you want to watch a movie or snuggle or whatever. I mean, I think that's good too. But um, I, I just think that face-to-face -face interaction of just, you know, what you know just doing something together is so yes. important as soon as you need something for yourself because i understand for myself i need one two hours only for myself and then you uh, you build your confidence and you're more relaxed to interact with your family so sometime with your kids sometime with your partner and something whole together that's perfect I yes, I see it. Um, you have your Facebook and how, how do you, um, do you have any freebies? I can see exploreintimacy.com is your website. That yeah, is do you website. have, yeah. In my book, um, when you, when people purchase my book, there is um, a free workbook that goes along with my book. Uh -huh. So everybody who gets the book gets the free workbook. But um, also, if anybody's listening out there and and wants a fifteen minute free consultation, I am more than happy to do that as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I I'm, I would love to offer your your you know your viewers that if they were um, interested and they can get a hold of me through my website. Um, I'm, you know, I'm always on there or I'm on my Facebook. You can send me a DM or Instagram at um, Explore Intimacy. You can, you know, shoot me a little message through there as well. Beautiful. All right. Thank you so much for being part of the show. I really enjoy reading your book and learn so many things from your book. Um, it's, it's not one night and one day practice you have to be careful and you have to be patient build your foundation of relationship and you can create a great intimacy between you and your partner Amazing. yeah thank you so much thank you for having me i appreciate it yes thank you